This is a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. So I am joined right now by author and illustrator Emily Gravett. Hey Emily, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Now I have got your beautiful book in front of me. It's called Too Much Stuff and it is, it's just a triumph. It's such a lovely book. Thank you. Uh, Can you tell our listeners a little bit about it? So it is a book about two magpies and like most magpies, they like collecting stuff, but they like it a little bit too much. And so when they build a nest and start a family, they decide that what they really need for their eggs, the latest, the latest in everything that you Mm -hmm. could possibly want for chicks, babies. And so they start to gather stuff. And they don't just gather little tiny, like, shiny things. They gather massively. No. They get bigger and bigger. They're slightly under the influence of advertising and, and they really go for it. So they, they gather all sorts of, all sorts of random things, really, that, that you wouldn't normally think of particularly wanting if you were having uh, eggs. No, and, and it got to a point where I was reading it. Because we should say, it's, it's, I guess it's um, more of a picture book. It's beautifully illustrated and you've got lots of like lovely rhyming words in there. But yeah, it got to the point, I, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but there was one particular very big item. I was like, oh no, what's, what's going to happen here? <laughs> it wasn't going to end well, was it? No, <laughs> it's all about to crash down. Was it quite fun thinking of stuff to stick in a magpie's nest? It was actually, um, because... Obviously, you keep thinking of the logical things to stick in a magpie's nest. You're thinking, no, I just need to. I need to think more logical than this. <laughs> what's what's very random? <laughs> I know. And also at the end, of course, because it is a kind of um, a story, I guess, about reusing stuff and recycling stuff. Yes. And and things go to people who will use them more. Yes, yes. I wanted to make sure that that happened. So obviously, the stuff couldn't be couldn't be too unusable by the end. Was was the book because uh, it's kind of about, I guess, reusing, recycling? Was that kind of important to you? Uh, well, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm like most people. I think in the country, it is important, and I know that I need to do more of it. So I'm, I'm one of those people that tries their hardest and doesn't always get it right. I think. Um, so, I think we all need to try and make more effort, don't we? And I, and I do my best, but I do. I'm, I'm a bit of a hoarder, and I'm a bit of a collector of things. I'm a bit like the magpies, really. So I need to take my own advice, really. What is the most pointless thing that you've been collecting or you've been hoarding? don't even ask I just I'm sitting here surrounded I can hardly move across the room I have a lot of books which is not useless things obviously books are not useless things but I have a lot of bits of paper with things written on them which don't really mean anything but I'm very good with my paper because I compost my paper I know that that's getting recycled yeah I know that is very good no I have um I've hoarded a lot of magazines in my time and I don't know why, because I don't reuse them. I don't reread them. I've just, no. just got them. That's all. Yeah, I've... but you always think one day I'll need that recipe for, uh, yeah. but then you can never find that recipe within the magazines, can you? So they're, they're useless, really. I and used to do the same mine. thing. I've stopped it's... that now. Oh, man, I should, t- I should take a little leaf from your book. Uh, so the magpies, <laughs> obviously, are they're trying to kind of help their, their new little eggs they've got on the way. Was there a reason you picked magpies in particular? Is it because of their love of shiny things? Well, partially, but I, this is very shallow, but actually it's because they're black and white and I like to draw them, <laughs> which is oh. how I choose a lot of my subjects, really, if I enjoy drawing it. Because you've, if you've got to draw a whole book worth, if you think all the ones that you see in the book, they're just a tiny fraction of the amount I've had to draw them because I get them wrong a lot, 
<laughs> then you need to have something that's that's a pleasure to draw. And actually, I quite like drawing magpies. Interesting. Are you a person as well with magpies? Do you, I mean, this could be me revealing my uh, inner <laughs> thing here. Do you say hello if you see a magpie on its own? Do you, are you one no. of the people who says one for sorrow, two for joy? No, but I wish I was. I, I do this one for sorrow, two for joy, but the the hello thing or doffing your hat or whatever you're meant to do, I didn't know about that when I was little. So it's never it's never become my habit, but I sort of wish I was that person. But never, oh, I never I, remember. I sadly am that person. And whenever I see a magpie on its own, I speak to it and I think people around me are like, is she okay? Is she no, I think that's good. I'm, I admire you for that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I much appreciate that. Uh, we should also say you see a return in the book of Pete the Badger. Yes, yes. He, he made a little appearance. He, he, his help was needed at the end. So he's from your previous book, Tidy, is that right? He is, yes. Yes, and not, not something nice I particularly suffer from over tidiness. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with this kind of book, because you're kind of doing everything, what comes first? Is it the illustrations? Do you, like you say, you figure out you like the magpies and you think, how can I put them in a picture in a, in a, in a story? Or is it, is it the story itself? It's it's sort of a bit of a combination of both. So it might have an I well, with this one, for instance, maybe it was the magpies. And I thought I also wanted to go back to the same wood that Pete the Badger lived in. So I had a sort of vague idea, but then I didn't. I start drawing at the same time I'm writing. So both things inform each other. So my drawing might give me an idea for where the story would go. And then I would write the story and then I might have to draw that bit. So there's not it's quite messy and organic it's never it's never quite as organized as well here's the story all written now i need to illustrate it or here's the here's the illustrations now i need to add the words it's never quite that simple but does it make it more fun to do that and just kind of see where you end up it does it makes it it makes it a lot more fun but also slightly more stressful because you never know if it's going to work or not but i think that's you probably need that otherwise it would maybe be a bit boring i don't know yeah, it makes it more fun for you to kind of like, you know, yeah. see yeah. how you go. What yeah. was your favourite animal in the book to draw? Um, well, in this one, it was the magpies, I think, which is just as well because they were sort of centre stage. But also, I, I really enjoyed, I, I drew some insects in there and I really, really enjoyed drawing them. You know, they've got to go somewhere really because they they were they were really fun. And I, I would have thought that they would be not great to draw but they come in so many different colors and shapes and so i really enjoyed that part of it i can see them yeah they're dancing on little uh twigs and having a lovely time they're tiny (laughs) yes they don't have a major part but do do you sometimes find yourself you kind of draw stuff for yourself or you draw little kind of things that you might only see if you've reread the book a few times oh i draw stuff for myself all the time I think that's what makes it fun because actually if you've put lots of lots of stuff in there that actually it doesn't matter whether other people ever see it or not but you know it's there and you think yeah this is really fun yeah like little things from your own life or you know objects that you have in your own life or things that you like they they all sort of end up in books oh this is excellent and in which case if our readers pick up too much stuff what should they look out for that you might not see uh had you not said about it what's what's something interesting for them (laughs) oh actually yes um the car in the advert is yes was my old car so the (gasps) new model z toy uh-huh. I've had four of these particular models of cars. Wow. And I sold the, I sold the last one yesterday. Oh, but no. I felt really sad. <laughs> you must really love that car, though, if you've had four of the same one. All from the same three years, 1984 to 1987. <laughs> 
well hey look if it's a sturdy car and if it works for you why not eh well it, it's not very good though in the in the case of this book is it don't don't hoard don't collect <laughs> I have recycled it to someone who loves it. Yeah, you've sold it on. That's the important thing. I do. <laughs> yes. you, it's it's interesting you point out the adverts because you do also um you put up little fake adverts at the beginning and the end of the book, which are just really fun just to kind of pour over and have a little read of as well. They must yeah. be quite exciting to make. Oh, I love doing stuff like that. I love anything where you get to sort of fake something that could be real. That for me is that is the most exciting thing to do in any book. I think I've. I've done it a few times in in various books and and I and I love it. I think in a former life I should have been a, a forger really but but probably this is this is this is more <laughs> this is a more reasonable and and, and better more societally yeah, happy thing a more to legitimate be. career. Yeah. A little more that's the word I'm looking for, more legitimate career. <laughs> I do like the adverts, though, because it means as soon as you open the book straight away, you've got something fun to look at as well. It's quite cool. Thank you. Thank you. um, I did also notice on the bin where you've got a little sign telling people to put stuff in the bin. It's a picture of a badger putting stuff in the bin. Yes. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) He's my tidy sign now. Oh, it's so cute. And tell me, do you have any plans for Pete to come back or will the magpies be coming back? Do you have any other books in the works? Uh, I haven't haven't yet started any kind of plans, but... I, I like the whole forest environment, that particular forest environment. So I may well revisit that possibly with different characters at some point. But as yet, there is no there's no story. There's just the wood that I know is sat there in the background full of creatures that I'm sure have a story at some point. And hopefully, Aww. hopefully I'll think of it. As <laughs> That's exciting, though. There's a wood you've created out there that you can just do with what you want, basically. Yes, yes, yes. In an ecologically friendly way. <laughs> too much stuff will be all over all of the bookshops uh, and everybody needs to go and check it out so emily thank you so much for for chatting to us for fun kids well thank you very much for for wanting to talk to me (laughs) no worries so that was a podcast from the children's radio station fun kids listen on dab digital radio across the uk or online at funkidslive.com